Spike Podcast. We're back again. Episode number 76. With me once again is the one and only Dr. Stu. What's up, buddy? What's up, my man, Rob? Oh, man. New York Jets football. And I had forgotten that we don't have a game this week. I was freaking so excited because, and, and, and I'll get to how and why, the Jets are winning next week. And I was I was forgot there was a bye and I was expecting it to be this week. The New York Jets are going to beat the New York New England Patriots. They are going to beat them handily unless Zach Wilson fucks up, in which case they might just win by a couple or will potentially lose if he has a bad enough game. But I am going out there and saying the Jets are going to win this game big. Jets are going to win this game big, you're saying? I'm saying Jets win this game big, and I'll break it down later. Let's let's do some talk. Let's to the dark side, and then I'll give actual. <laughs> I know dark side. No, no, I will stay dark side because this does not mean the Jets are on their way. This just means that I I, I just have this feeling about this game, and then the Jets are going to go lose the, the week after to the Bears and fucking take it all away. <laughs> but um, but I just I just have that feeling. Okay, we'll we'll talk more about that later. Um, we have a okay. bye this week, so what do we want to do? We want to talk a little bit about. Uh, First half, I mean, their their buy comes at a perfect time. It's right in the middle, so we can talk about. First yeah, I think half, I think uh, do a little pre- prizes, I think, Yeah, and- let's do a little review of the of the first half of the season and just to see where we're at. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, let's start with the record six and three. I don't care how much of a sunny side you are. Nobody expected six and three here. No, agree. Agree. Couldn't have expected six and three in a million years. You know, um, I expected. I was hoping for say four. You know, four would have would have even been a lot. You know, four, four and five. five. Yeah, I mean, looking at the schedule, I mean, obviously, this is why you can't predict these games in April. You know, when the schedule comes out, because you thought Pittsburgh was going to be better, you thought Cleveland would have Watson, you thought all these things, and the Jets looked like they. You thought Green Bay would be better. You yeah. thought Denver would be better. Right. You know, when Denver when got Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson, I'm thinking, okay, now yeah. all of a sudden I mark that down as a loss. So right. actually, to be honest with you, uh, you know, it, we really could be sitting here with two wins. Right, you that's, know, that's what I had in mind. If I if we can get to the break at two and seven, we got the weaker schedule in the second half. We can make a run at the seven wins I expected. But you know, there's a big but. Now some of these teams are not as bad as we thought they were going to be either. So it all kind of flip flops. You know, Jacksonville. Yeah, but better. let's say let's yeah. ask you this: How did we get here? What what happened? What what went right, Rob? Starting you know, with the draft. Well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because on my way home from from my my running my errands today, I thought about and I knew this would come up about Jets, same old Jets, and what's different and what's that. Mm-hmm. And and I ga- I gave it some thought. The Jets, with a couple of exceptions, have not been that far off from what they've always been. And obviously, there's 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 winning, but there have been a lot of moments where you're like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe this team. You know, week one, the Ravens, to- total normal Jet season for the last 10 years right cleveland until the last two minutes that was a disaster cincinnati the week after was a disaster right so now you're looking at two minutes of good football that gave him a win and three disasters then we go mm-hmm. to pittsburgh which you know that second quarter the jets yeah but i'm gonna stop suddenly. you there i'm yeah, gonna go st- ahead, wait wait go put a pause on it yeah, yeah, go that's true but that was without our starting quarterback it was a backup quarterback and the offensive line was in shambles with all the injuries but 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 Maybe what so. you're saying is true what Maybe you're so. saying is true Maybe yeah. still. So it, carry it, could, on. it could be all that, and and it could also be that the defense hadn't gelled yet because there were a lot of defensive penalties. The defense was giving stuff up. So after that, we go to Pittsburgh where the Jets had a lead, and then they same old Jets themselves into a, 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 the ridiculousness with that right before the half. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, how does that happen? And then the fourth quarter, they turn it on, and suddenly that fourth quarter turned them around. You know, suddenly the Jets became a, a pretty good team for a few weeks. They, they went – they beat Denver. They beat Green Bay. They had the shit ball against against the Patriots, and then they had a great game against Buffalo for the most part. So, I, yeah. it, it, I, I am I am 
I'm reluctant to say what went right, what went wrong so definitively because there is so much more wrong than people want to give it credit for because we're in a great place. But There's my dark sider. Right, yeah. There's so much more went wrong. But with six and three, you can't complain, right? All so right. what we went can. right? Well, you start with the draft. This guy so far seems like he hit on every draft pick in the 2022 draft. Not only That's did funny. he hit on every draft pick, this looks like one of the best drafts, Not clearly not just that the Jets have ever had. This could be an all-time draft of any team. And that's true. Oh, come on, stop. But it's true, right? No, because it's you true. Got, how, many, how often do you see this? You don't, because you don't get pro, you know all pros in a draft like this that immediately perform, and they they have. Sauce, Wilson, and Brees Hall all look like all pros. Right. They all do. And then you, you know, and it's and that's and shocking. Don't look horrible, you know. What I mean, they look good. And Not Clemens also is Clemens. That's the one I meant. Mitchell got hurt, right? I think Mitchell got hurt. Yeah, but he but he stepped right in and played very well. He did. Said he was a fourth rounder, but you know, interesting. What what um, JD, who is the MVP in my opinion, what Joe Douglas did was this time he went for quality over quantity. You know, they they stopped picking after the fourth round because of the trades, but they right. picked one. They picked Sauce Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, Brees Hall. Jeremy Ruckert, who is oh, sitting Rucker, in a perfect spot right now. Played. Yeah. He's not played because they didn't need him. You know, they got Conklin and they got Uzama. And so he's he's waiting and learning. Perfect. And then Mitchell and Clemens have both started. And they both played well. That's unheard of for rookies in the beginning of the season. It just is. True. You know. And you got Sauce. You know, we, we all know. We hear the things. Is he a top five cornerback? Or is he a top two cornerback? Right. You know, he's one of them. Either way, I'll take it. Who could have thought? You, you, you can debate top five versus top two, and that's saying a lot because, you know. <laughs> that's saying you know, a lot. That's saying a lot. I mean, <laughs> the guy, there's a lot of really good corners in the league, and this guy, this guy's in his ninth game, tenth coming up to tenth game, and uh, he's right. in the conversation. He's he's been he's been everything a shutdown corner should be, and you know the sickest thing about Sauce Gardner is he's already getting getting holding ignored. I mean, how does that happen to a rookie? You know, because everybody holds on every play. It's just who gets caught and who gets the call. Sauce Gardner has had some obvious holds that I thought were going to be called and they weren't. That's true. I, I did see a couple that I wondered about, but I read I read something then that talked about how Sauce is a, a student of the game. And how he reads what the rules are. And there's a guy in the Jets, and again, I forgot his name, who speaks to them every week about what is the tendencies of the officiating crew that they're, that they're going to be uh, at their game. And Sauce listens to all that and pays attention to it. And, lets, and, and he, so he's a student of the game and is doing what they allow you to do. And that hand fighting thing, because that last pass against Buffalo scared the shit out of me. me and when I saw the replays, what, 65 to 70 yards in the air, and there was a lot of fighting back and forth. And basically the rule is if the defender initiates contact with arm fighting, then then you're allowed the, the – if the offensive player initiates arm contact, the defensive player is allowed to come back. And so the, the call is then not going to happen. And there it was. So, but I, I was really afraid that there was going to be a, a defensive pass interference, and then they're going to kick a field goal at the very least, and who knows what happens. So, yeah, Sauce has been amazing. You know, another thing interesting, remember before the season after they drafted him, or before they were even drafting him, they were talking about how they shouldn't pick him because the defense is more of a zone and he's better at man. No, he's better at zone, and he's not so good at man-to-man. Remember that whole conversation? Right, yep. Well, I just saw uh, I saw a stat that said the most single coverage without allowing a touchdown this year in the NFL was Reed with 107, 
<laughs> and Sauce, 104 instances of single coverage without allowing a touchdown. Now, the one touchdown he allowed, it wasn't single coverage. Um, that one that with the offensive, offensive pass interference on the Patriots. Right. But I thought, huh, interesting. It's ironic. So I'm he's been able to do that. I have a discussion in our Facebook group now because someone posted a stat about how he's gone up against all these receivers and there's four catches for 28 yards. And I'm like, wait a second. He gave up a catch to Diggs for one one catch for 43 yards last week. What a bullshit thing. And and Vinny, I forgot his last name, something with an M, is, is saying, yeah but, that, something. But, yeah, but that's that's uh, his own coverage. He's great in man-to-man. I'm like, this is a bullshit freaking narrative. You, I mean, listen, the guy's great, but mm-hmm. you want to cherry-pick the situations he's great in and ignore the ones that, that I mean, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah that's that up. bullshit. That's exactly, that's, that's complete crap, you know? Like, whatever. Listen, yeah, I, the, the, I'm not going to argue I, about the guy's great. You know? No, the point is, is that they people were saying that he wasn't going to fit the defensive scheme, and he does. You know, and if he didn't, he changed, and it's amazing. And I was not happy with the defensive coordinator. I don't know how you felt. But he has proven to be phenomenal because he's taken these first and second year guys and look what he's done. Yeah, the reactionary Jet fans hated the guy, but I couldn't judge him on one year when the Jets, let's be honest, the Jets were pretty much bereft of talent last year. (laughs) They didn't have a lot. You know, they had a couple of, you know, like some of the guys from the draft last year played pretty well. But overall, the Jets did not have really high-end talent this last year. This year, they've got, you know, they've got really high-end talent at a lot of positions they didn't last year. They've got depth. They've got they've this is a completely mm-hmm. different different outlook with this team right now. It's 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 completely it different than we're used to. And that's why I that's why I say if I look at the Jets and say what went right, I start with 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 Joe Douglas. Because what you just said, that we didn't have talent, he brought the talent in. It played the team was a mess from the cap to dead money to roster talent to coaches when he showed up. And in the last couple of years, look what he's done. And then this offseason was ridiculous. So we talked about the guys that he added through the draft. Let's talk about the guys he added in free agency. He brought in Solomon Thomas. He brought in Martin, who he then since traded because they had so much depth. He re-signed Berrios. And Nathan Shepard he kept. You know, he re-signed him. He got Reed. Shepard, he's been he around. He got Whitehead. Was that, was that a McCagnan pick, Shepard? He was, right? I think that was McCagnan's first draft. Shepard's been here a long time. But he was a free agent. He re-signed him. So he could have let him go. He still was a free agent. No, Lake I, and no, Tomlinson. I'm just, I'm just the name. Just I, I'm still I'm shocked that yeah. he's still here. I mean, he's a depth guy. It's not like he's a star, but he's been here forever. He's no, 29 years old, which guy. means he was drafted at minimum of seven years. He could, he's drafted as long as eight years ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And the reason he that he matters now is because of the way that the defense is run with the rotational defensive line. You know, he couldn't, he's not a starter that's, you know, he's in there every snap and he's going to be great. That's just not the way it is. Right, right. But look what happened. You know, they, what the, the plan is, wear the other team down. And in the fourth quarter, you sh- your defensive is going to be, defensive line is going to be fresh and their offensive line is going to be gassed and their quarterback is going to be flinching. <laughs> and uh, somehow it is absolutely working. Absolutely well, working. That that's a great a great observation. And when people are like, suddenly the Jets can finish games and they're good in the fourth quarter, that is a big reason why they've got the defense is now is now shoving the offensive guys out of the way, getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. The offensive linemen are are or I don't know if they, I know they don't have an offensive line rotation, but they're they're playing better in the fourth quarter too. Look at that drive last week. The Jets, you know. I, I will give the Jets credit, especially Salah and his and his guys, for ignoring all the criticism and and, 
and not succumbing to the pressure and just going about things their way, regardless. Because even earlier this year, people were screaming and yelling about the defensive, uh, you know, the defensive uh, rotation and, and how a, mm-hmm. a stud like Quinn and Williams is not in there enough, and all these other guys get ninety percent of snaps and he's only right. at seventy. And and you know, look at what's happening now. The Jets are mm-hmm. dominant on defense and they're dominating the fourth quarter where it matters. The Jets, for my exactly. whole life, have never been good in the fourth quarter. They don't know how to put games away. They don't know how to step on their opponent's throat. And this year, they seem to know how to step on their opponent's throat. It's you know, and they're well, still a young you know, team. They're growing. You brought me. You brought me to, to part two about who. What's right. the reason why they're good? And that's yeah. the coaches. This is why I'm because a, of the reasons a you great, just said. All time awesome host. So. And let's pack. Let's let's uh, let's back up now. The offensive line, because you said this, they don't have a rotation, but they seem to do well as the game progresses. And why? Well, I know that one of the reasons why is because of the of the run game that they've got. Lafleur's run scheme is a zone blocking scheme, so there are a lot of pulls. The offensive line just doesn't pull straight ahead. They do. They're pulling. They do a zone blocking run game, and that exhausts the defensive line. Because they've got to react to that. There's a lot of misdirection. And our running backs have been excellent. So that tires out a defense by the end. Look at, you know, the, the good running teams do best as the game wears on. Like, you know, the Titans and, and guys like that. You know, Derrick Henry. So it's the it's the zone running scheme that he runs. It's the focus on the run game. And also, you know, Zach Wilson scrambling around tires them out too. They're chasing him around. But it's really that. So, you know, it's a coaching scheme on the offensive line that's been working tremendously well. And obviously on the defensive line, the rotating of the defensive line that we talked about is working. So J.D. brought in the, the, the talent. The coaches are making it work. And here we are. Well, they, you know, one of the things I had said late last year was I was very impressed with the coach. I still wasn't sold on him as a game day X's and O's guys, but in the final game of the season against Buffalo, you know, the Jets, they're, they're 4-13. and 13. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. They're going nowhere. They're getting killed. It's the last few minutes of the game, and one of their guys gets into a scuffle on the sideline, and they all ran from the line of scrimmage to go help him out. To me... That is a team that is playing together. They've bought into what their coach is, is, is selling. They are motivated and they're fighting for each other. That was a huge moment where I realized, okay, I, I may mm-hmm. not be sold on this guy, but the, at the very least, these players like him, they're playing hard and they're playing together as a team. That was something I had noticed last year, pointed out. And when people talk about- You pointed about, it out. And I remember, you, I remember you making a big deal out of that and uh, you were right. Well, here's the thing. The re- there's so many guys who say that the Jets look dead, they don't look motivated, whatever. And I never saw that. They just were outmanned, but they never, not one time do I remember saying, oh, this team gave up or this team is just right. dead. Never. I never saw that at all. You know what the, the one for me was that the week after they got crushed by Belichick, 54-13, right. the week after that was the game that they beat Cincinnati. So they could have just gone into a shell and died. Right, they, but they they didn't. They stood up for that coach, so that that to me was as equally as important as the fighting on the sidelines that you saw. You know, they love playing for this guy. They run through a wall for him, and uh, and it's a beautiful thing to see. You know, yeah, and and, and, and they, eventually. They, you- 
when you get the players and you get the scheme in place, now they're now a year and a half into their, the, you know, the right. same offensive offensive game plan, the same defensive coordinator continuity. This is the continuity that we talk about. You know, when people say oh, you can't just keep firing coaches, yeah, you can when they suck and they're not working out. You don't keep them for continuity's sake. This is the continuity that you're talking about that you should be referring to when you talk about keeping a, a defensive a a coaching staff in place and and sticking with the same thing until it works. That's this is what they should be talking about. Right. Well, at least stick with it until it has had a chance to prove whether it will work or fail. And this scheme is working. And even with the revolving door because of injuries on that offensive line, the offensive line is doing really well. You know, you, you plug in a guy like Herbig, which again, Joe, Do- Joe Douglas finding this guy is unbelievable. But the, he pulled him off waivers, but he knew him from his days in Philadelphia. So he actually was the one, he was an undrafted free agent that Douglas signed in Philadelphia. So that's why he knew him. But you plug him in after the injury to AVT, and he's been amazing. He's been, I love what Douglas said, uh, what Salah said about him the other day. He goes, he's nasty. He goes, and he even smells. <laughs> he goes, nah, I'm just kidding, Nate. <laughs> so, but, you know, he put, a guy like that can come in, and he also understood the system and the plug-and-play system on that offensive line, overcoming all those injuries on the offensive line, is a testament to the coach. It's a testament to the floor and, like you said, the players knowing what the system is. It reminds me of places like, you know, the great teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, they got guys that come in and there's this organizational memory and a system in place. So even if the talent level of the player is not so not as good as the one he replaced, the system still is what can hold a team together and still perform. Belichick's obviously an example of that. But that's what I feel like we need in terms of consistency to see if it works or not. Right now, six and three, obviously it's working. Well, six and three and and playing well. And you know, now now is probably a good time to talk about the start of the second half of the season, which opens up against New England. I feel okay. I totally feel like the Jets they're angry, right? They're pissed off about that mm. game. I know they were. I know during the se- during the week after the game, they talked about how they didn't like it, and it, it really bothered them. And this seems to be a different Jet team. These guys seem to care. They're young kids, you know. Mm-hmm. The Sauce Gardeners of the world, the Garrett Wilsons of the world. These guys have that 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 it factor when they're on the field. I have I have a feeling that in the Jets locker room, they circle this game immediately. They're gonna be prepared for once they're going to be prepared and i think the jets are going to take it to the patriots like we haven't seen them doing forever i don't remember the last time the jets beat the shit out of the patriots you know they every when probably they that, that last, playoff game that 40 40 to whatever playoff game 40. or was it the last season i don't know it was a while back it's so long ago that let's not even talk i don't about even it. remember you know, yeah, i don't remember you know what worries me about this game what worries me about this game is that belichick's coming off his bye right and he is a freaking I hate his guts. I like to boil him in oil, but you know, him coming off a bye week against the Jets scares me. I, I got to be honest with you. Does that have any? You know, what do you think about that? Into your in terms of you know no, your, your calculations? Yeah, I I have. There's you know, there's always in the back of my mind that Belichick knows how to game plan, and and he's he's the best ever to do that, at, especially yes. at using personnel that you know may may not be the most talented, but they know how to play together. You know, they're smart. They they're prepared. Mm-hmm. But I just think in this instance, the Jets should have beaten them the last time. The, the Jets were the better yes. team. They outplayed them. And I really mm-hmm. think the Jets 
after Buffalo, we're going to get some confidence. Now, I again, I want to stress that this is not me flipping on being a dark sider because I have no doubt. I am. I will also, as strong as I'm feeling about the Patriots game, which I went and bet the money line. By the way, it's plus one eighty. I'm like, boom, went nice. and put some money down. Um, I, I also money. Feel, well, you're not this baby. A hundred percent. But I also feel just as strongly that the Jets will lose one of these home games. We're expecting that they should win because it's just what they do. If they prove me wrong, I would love it. But I just so <laughs> so that'll be, you know, there's a one in one thing there. So I but I I feel extremely strongly I'll when next week when we when we do this and we do best worst, you know, best worst um, realistic, I will, I'll get into actual scores. But I think the Jets win this game big. I think I think a lot of it, I think all of it actually hinges on how well Zach Wilson handles what Belichick's going to throw at him because you know it's going to be substantial. So if yeah. Zach Wilson can do what he's done in his good games this year, which is which is hold the fort, not make mistakes, you know, hold things together while his team picks him up and carries them on his shoulders, the Jets win by two scores. That's what I'm saying. Rob, yeah. if, you, if you're right and they do put a slapping on New England, it's <laughs> giddy up, motherfucker, because then then the, it's 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 on. You know, now we're not just saying, gee, I hope we have a winning season. Gee, I hope we make the playoffs. It's like, hey, we can go far into the playoffs. If they put yeah. a bitch slapping on New England after a bye week and coming off the, the win in Buffalo, it's really on. Because I don't look at any team in the NFL that says to me they're unbeatable. I don't believe no, in Philadelphia yet. I really haven't seen them that much, so I can't tell you. But I've seen, like we all have, we've seen Kansas City plenty of times. You know, uh, we obviously beat Buffalo. Uh, they don't look that scary to me. We ran it down their goddamn throats. Right. So we can beat them up. We can punch we them can. in the mouth and beat them up we can. without Brees Hall, which is amazing. Yeah, so, we can, but I still think right. if we go into so Kansas City or Buffalo in January, we're not going to win. But that's okay. I, I'm you not expecting to win. But play, if, playoff experience, man, that's that's what you need. But you know what? The point is, if we do what you say, if we put a slapping on New England, you were looking at the rest of the game. So like you wanted to. So what do we have? We have Chicago, Minnesota, Buffalo, Detroit, Jacksonville. Yeah. Which one of those games? Well, Buffalo, we probably can't win in Buffalo. I couldn't imagine that. Uh, I mean, Minnesota's not going to be a cakewalk either. They can, no, it is not going to be yeah. a cakewalk. But, you know, so still, they're, they're still, we, we're in the conversation to say, hey, we could. And you know what? You beat Buffalo at home, and you really didn't get lucky. There was not a fluky play. It came down to the fourth quarter. They punched them in the mouth. They drove it down their throats for the last drive in the fourth. So you And when you can run it and play good defense, that's way less susceptible to a home field advantage than anything else. Home field advantage can mess with the passing game because of the crowd noise and the, the snap counts and the timing. But home field advantage doesn't help you when I line up against your guy and I knock you out of the way and my running back picks up the first down. So if that continues, you the Jets, I'll put it right now, they can beat them in Buffalo. If they play, if they play the same game, because there was nothing fluky about this game at, at, at the home, at home that we won, nothing. You know, and there's no reason why they couldn't replicate it in oh. in the Bills Stadium, I agree. I agree. How, no, but since this is a dark siders podcast, I am going to flip that around. And instead of saying, "Well, which game do you think the Jets absolutely can't win?" Here's the one where I'm going to say, "Now, which do you games do you look at and say?" There's no chance the Jets could lose this game. I don't see any of those either because they don't have the Texans on there. They don't have, uh, you know, I mean, what other teams are so bad this year? I would say Detroit. 
Really? I would say Detroit, only because their defense is so putrid. And, I mean, watching Green Bay only score nine points again, but seeing but seeing Rodgers throw interceptions that your your son so cute. could have completed the touchdown. You're so cute. You really are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love how optimistic you are. You forget how many times over the years the Jets would go against the worst defense in the league and be able to do nothing. So there's nothing is a gimme here. I don't see – there's not a single game here that I can't – that I except for Buffalo on the road. I'm not going to – I am not going to – flip on that one except for buffalo on the road i think they have a shot at every game i also they can lose any of these games jacksonville's much improved chicago if justin fields has a field day and runs around like crazy right so so there's no games i could absolutely not see them winning either um not losing either but uh i am just sold that the jets are going to beat the patriots i have no idea what happens after that but if zach wilson has a good game then from, then the jets from could your blow mouth to god's ears bro yeah they can blow him out. From your mouths to God's ears. And you're right. And listen, if Zach Wilson does do that turnaround, because I loved when uh, hearing Josh Allen say, hey, I had a three-interception game against New England my second year. And right after that is when it all clicked for me. So, hey, listen, I'll take it, Josh. Tell me. Speak to me, baby. So if he, if that happens to Zach Wilson, because like we all know he's been, a, he's been a game manager. We've talked about it. I don't want to get too much into him right now. But he certainly has the potential and ability to be a, a good quarterback, a, a, have great flashes. So let's just say, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. Do I expect it? No. You expect it not to be. So, you know, on that, I'm, on that continuum, I, you're... All I'm I, looking for him now is to continue to do what he did last game, which is not fuck it up. That's it. I'm just not don't looking, fuck it up. Just don't <laughs> fuck it up, really. Don't do what you okay. did against New England. Do what you okay. did against Buffalo. Somehow find a way like you did against Denver. Do what you did in those three games where there were no turnovers. Do that. Just don't fuck up and let, the defense, up. And let the defense do what they have to do. Throw it, you know, when it matters in the fourth quarter like he did against Pittsburgh, like he did against... um. Um, you know, Buffalo throw throw a pass that we need. You know, get get us excited. Then I don't need you to be consistent all the way through yet. I want to see that eventually. Right now, I just want to see him not fuck it up. That's all I'm looking for for okay. Zach Wilson because the defense is good enough, the offense has enough talent, and you know, and and the Jets just seem to have a little bit of an it factor coming coming around. I don't say it's all there they yet, do. but you can see it developing. You can see mm-hmm. the Jets having a little bit of that swagger that is real, not the Rex Ryan swagger where it was freaking you blow and they they fall. All over. I'm talking about they seem to be developing a real, truly honest swagger, which would be amazing because if they they're so young, they they're, they're all cap friendly. This could be a few year thing, and that's all I've oh, ever wanted yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> Me too. Listen, if you you want that test for Zach Wilson, can he get do the second half without fucking it up? Well, there's no better game against a better opponent to test that theory than against New England, right? There you go. There you go. Well, there's my so, there's three Zach Wilsons. There's the Zach Wilson who falls apart, in which case the Jets will have a tough time winning and, and, and could lose. There's the Zach Wilson who, for the most part this year, has just not fucked it up. And there's the Zach Wilson who once or twice has, has you know, especially in the late in the Pittsburgh game, who has shown flashes of the quarterback right. we hope he could be. It, just don't give me the don't give me the fuck up, Zach Wilson. That's all I ask. Okay. I will take anything from mildly, mildly, um, you know, slightly below not fucking it up you know maybe a fuck up here and there just don't fucking be trash i will take anything from there on up and i think we win that game fairly easily this is going to be the test because why we all know what bill belichick's theory is take away your best your best weapon so he's going to put eight nine men in the box to take away the running game from the jet from the jets he's going to put it on wilson's shoulders 
So the question is, now LaFleur schemed up lots of great things last week. The slants that we talked about, the, the passes in the flat, you know, so that was awesome. Uh, now Buffalo also knew they were going to run in that last drive and they couldn't stop them. Yep. So that's kind of interesting. If they could do that to New England, it's game over. Yeah. But let's just say Belichick is going to say, I'm going to take away your run game and I'm going to put it on Wilson's shoulders because last time he turned the ball over yep. three times. So you're, we're going to know. We're going to know after. I wish it was this Sunday. Unfortunately, we have to wait another week. It's okay. But we will know. We'll know uh, right away. We'll know right away if if uh, in in on the first drive Zach Wilson rolls out and throws a ball that's tipped up in the air and, and run back for a touchdown. Then we know. We just know. Well, listen. The, we we watched and we talked about this off off the microphone. You and I that the the interceptions and the bad passes he makes is when he's stepping back on his back foot, and when he steps back, it's a disaster. So we'll know that. You know, like if he steps forward and he throws a bad ball, whatever, it can happen to anybody. But when you're stupid and you do that back, step back and throw the ball. I mean, oh my God, speaking of which, did you see the pass that um, Mariota threw from the ground last night? <laughs> I, I did not see any of that putrid game. Oh, good <laughs> Lord. He fell on the ground. And luckily for him, his back hit the ground and he throws the ball up like... You remember when, when Santonio Holmes has his LaFrac injury and he threw the ball up? Yeah, when he like fell? in the middle of a play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like that. That's how he threw the ball. So anyway, if we see any of those dumb throws, that's going to be a, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. That's but, all I'm looking for him to is not do that. If he does, if, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to win the game for him. Just don't lose it. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking. Okay. All right. And Carter and Robinson, we'll see what they can do. And the defense, you know, listen, uh, Mac Jones never impressed me. All this talk about him being great last year and how we should have drafted him ahead of Zach was just stupid then, and it's uh, obviously dumber now. I don't think anybody's saying it at this point. But he don't scare me, so he's no good. So what do they have? You know, their running back is good, but our defense, our defense is going to stuff is going to stuff their running back as well. And then what? Mac Jones going to win the game for them? I don't think so. Bet the under. New England is at this point they are big scary new england because of their name and because of belichick they are not the talented team they were all those years and and i think i think that was in yeah i think that was in evidence when we played them a couple of weeks ago and we should you know i i know the 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 jets landscape is littered with this but we should have won that game we were the better team even with the turnovers we should have won that game the defense held them to five field goals and and we just we just gave that game away new england does not scare me anymore it is the aura that scares me and someone actually put it uh and i know you saw it because because i saw you you like my comment when someone said it's uh until we win it's not off the table and that is my that's the whole point until we actually Mm -hmm. win if we beat new england next week which i am positive we're going to we go in there and whip their asses suddenly that that big aura around them will will be at, at the very least shattered and it could be gone because they they haven't been the same team in a couple of years now so let's see if that happens i am going to be all in and then they're going <laughs> to kick me in the balls and lose to chicago oh, yeah. no. detroit and jacksonville no i already think they're going to lose to chicago that's that's the one i think they're going to lose because they will you want to talk about a letdown game after going in and winning in seattle i mean in new england after uh half of these guys were were freaking grade school or um you know, uh, uh, maybe not grade school, but, you know. All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Some, some of these guys who just came here were in junior high school or starting high school when the Jets last beat the Patriots. I mean, think about it. 20, 20, 2015 yeah. is seven years yeah, ago. Let's see. These 22-year-old guys were 15 years old. The 21-year-old guys were 14. I mean, think about it. So quick quick question for you now. Yeah. So coming back off of the injured list for that game, it's going to be Max Mitchell and 
Fant. So what happens to the offensive line is going to be interesting to me. I'm not sure what they're going to do. I wonder if they know what they're going to do. I would say that since Fant is not your, I mean, he's he's good. He had a great year last year, but he's not freaking Anthony Munoz. You keep the continuity and the chemistry going, and they're there for depth. That's all. That's what I would say. I think that I would. What I'm expecting is that you know the right tackle played well against Denver, but he had a lot of experience going against Vonnie Miller. They played together in college, and they played together. Uh, they played together when against Buffalo. Sorry, they played together in Denver. Um, I expect that Fant is going to be slotted back into right tackle or Mitchell because I don't even know what, how does, what's that guy's name that played right tackle? I forget. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Ogabaga or something like that. Is that the guy from the Raiders? Yeah. They got him off the, another guy they got off the trash heap who played well last week. uh, Amazingly. But like I said, it was because he had familiarity with Von Miller. Um, But I think the right tackle, they'll make a change. And he played against the Patriots. So the and Herbig, I don't know. I think it was his first game against the Patriots. So um, you know the the offensive line is going to be a hell of a lot better than it was. Uh, certainly the depth will be there. Hopefully you know nobody gets hurt. But the right tackle should be an improved position for the Jets. And it was remember too the New England game that we lost was following the Denver game where Corey Davis, Brees Hall, and AVT went out. All three of those guys. So that that significantly impacted the offense. So it takes a little time to work the new guys in, which they did. It took very little time because against Buffalo, the, the running game was what, what won the game and obviously the defense. But so New England had that advantage as well that they don't have this time. And Corey Davis, chances are he'll be back. Yeah, no, they, they, the Jets have two weeks. They have a bye to prepare. They, they got some guys coming back. So it, it's going to be a different game. I'm telling you, I'm going on the record. Darksider Rob. Rob the Darksider is saying the Jets will win this game big. Wow. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should end right here right now. That's pretty much what we're going to do. Yeah, we're a half hour in. Uh, it's not oh, a man. game week, so we're good. My man, have a great weekend. We'll uh, touch base next week and get our predictions in there. Look forward to it, my friend. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.